Welcome to the Tech Cat Show with host Lori H. Schwartz. Each week we hear from established leaders in the technology and consumer industry. Finding out the scoop should never be this much fun. Now, here is your host, Lori H. Schwartz. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back myself to Los Angeles after a week of traveling in Amsterdam at the IBC show where we saw lots of innovation there, and hopefully you listened to the last episode where we talked about some of the trends we were seeing on that show, but I am actually broadcasting live from another big show called shop.org, which is all about the future of retail and e-commerce and how the very nature of how we shop, how we buy things, and how retailers are getting us to do that is changing. And so my fabulous guest today is Nate Salvion, um, who I'm so always so terrified of saying people's names. Did I get it right? It's Salvioni. Close. Salvioni. Okay, Salvioni, yeah. who um, is, is uh, the chief commercial officer for, for Tango, which is a really interesting business model around gift cards and rewards. So let's have a big tech cat hand for Nate, everybody. Fantastic. Okay. Thank you. Thank well, you. Tell us, tell, tell us about your background because you've been in this e-commerce payment space for a while in, in some capacity. I have. I've actually, um, I've been in what I would call the gift card space for my entire career. I started with a company called giftcertificates.com, which was based in Omaha, Nebraska. And um, there we were selling gift cards online. And then eventually, uh, moved to Coinstar. You may know Coinstar with the big green kiosks at, at the grocery store where you could take all the loose change from your sofa, pour it into the machine, and a gift card would come out. And then more recently, a startup in Seattle, Tango Card, where we're really all about making the um, gift card delivery uh, seamless, digital, and instant. That's fantastic. So tell us exactly how Tango works. Is it an app on your phone or is it invisible to the consumer? How does it, how does it actually work? It's really invisible to the consumer. Um, if you think of us as a reward delivery platform and uh, businesses use Tango Card uh, to drive behavior. So whether it's a company wanting their employees to be healthier and rewarding them for connecting their Fitbit and taking a certain number of steps, or a brand wanting to drive purchases, uh, have the gift with purchase, or a do this, get that program, like take a test drive and get a gift card. Uh, all, of, all of those uh, behaviors are rewarded with gift cards, and people love gift cards. People will go out of their way to do something to earn a gift card, and then we take all of the delivery of that um, uh, and make it instant to your phone and deliver it. Uh, so they can spend it immediately online or at the store and uh, enjoy the reward uh, right away. So, so your clients then are retailers and businesses, but also you, you mentioned Fitbit, so it's also like yep. connected devices and anything that is tracking something or somebody wants something from it, basically? That's right. It was a really interesting program where like all of the employees of at, at Boeing, um, once a year, do a challenge, take steps, and if they, you know, get 100,000 steps as a team, they can uh, get points and, you know, go claim their reward, and, you know, they can show off how many steps they got, but they also 
receive an Amazon gift card instantly for participating in the challenge. And the whole uh, goal of Boeing there is to get people out, active, engaged, having fun, and also be healthy. I, lo- I love that. I love anything that gets us to be preventative about yep. uh, our health. Um, I mean, not preventing our health, but preventative. Is there um, a demographic that is using Tango more than others? Because I know, um, you know, the ne- next generation up, like the, what they call the traditionalists and even some boomers, don't really like to use their phone for commerce. They're nervous about it. They right. don't trust it. Gen, Gen Xers are more comfortable. Are you seeing that as right. true for who's using the app? It's really interesting. Uh, our client ultimately uh, is a business that's trying to drive behavior. And you may think like the older generation uh, wouldn't love a digital gift card. They'd maybe like a more traditional plastic card or maybe even a, a thing like a watch as their reward but uh, more and more, um, digital gift cards are uh, becoming accepted. And even the, the 50 to 70-year-old demographic um, are top users of digital gift cards now. And the best thing about it is uh, they don't get lost in the mail. If you, leave it at, you don't leave it at home and forget to use it, I think more, people are afraid of getting a gift card and not spending it. And if it's digital, it's with you all the time. And you, you, you won't have the unused portion of gift cards. So it's actually accepted by all kinds of demographics in that case. That is so interesting. I mean, I, I remember hearing a statistic, and I, and I can't recall it now, but it was a really high percentage of gift cards in the past that people would get at, like, Christmas that would never actually yeah. be used. And it was a really crazy high number. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you know that number. It used to be um, over 10% in the late 90s. In fact, there was a, uh, an article where uh, one retailer, um, the actual number of unused gift cards was uh, published, and uh, that made people think, hey, gift cards is kind of a scam because you don't use it. But a more recent study published by Towers Watson uh, had the number at less than 1% of unused portions. So as the gift cards become prevalent, people are comfortable spending it, especially now that they're digital and they're always with you. And uh, The actual unused portion is being driven very close to zero. Wow, that that is quite quite a miracle. I mean, I would definitely use gift cards more if I was using Tango, and of course, I'm going to download it <laughs> after the show. Um, that that's just a, a crazy statistic. Well, what happens when you want to gift somebody, you know, a gift card in your environment, but you want to like put it under the tree or, you know, physically show up at a party and do something? Can it only be transferred by phone, and does that inhibit some usage of this? Yeah, so think of us, uh, we're, we're not really facilitating the traditional gift for a consumer. It's really um, a business t- either giving a gift card to their employees or to their customers, in which case uh, the seasonality isn't as much as you'd expect because um, either there's a wellness program going on all year round, there's um, you know shop, shopper promotions all year round, and uh, in that case it's much more important that the card is delivered instantly to reward the action. So right when the consumer or employee takes the action, then the reward comes. That you know, there's all kinds of studies that show that that has amazing impact uh, and drives up engagement, and the behavior then will continue. And so we're more about the digital delivery and instant delivery tied to the action as an incentive uh, from a business. 
And is there a category, a business category right now that is using you the most? I know you've mentioned wellness a few times. Is that one yeah. of the highest users? I think the for us, the wellness use case is um, new. And it's definitely, there's a lot of spend because you have a large company, like a Fortune 500 company that's self-insured. So it's in their interest to make their population, in this case, it's their employees, healthy. And so um, there's all kinds of... Uh, software that you can buy as a company to teach you about, you know, how to get a good night's sleep, how to save money so you're not stressed about your finances, how to, you know, track your bike miles and walking, all of that to keep the employees healthy. But it's key that there's an incentive tied to it. So they stay engaged, um, have something to shoot for as an actual uh, monetary reward, in this case, a gift card. I, um, it, it, it's really fascinating because it is a, literally a complete change in consumer behavior. And we're actually mm-hmm. here at shop, shop.org because we were on a panel together that was talking about how content influencers or, or influencers on a particular topic are driving purchase. And so we're going to get more mm-hmm. into what are some of the new consumer behaviors and e-commerce trends and just what's happening in retail and shopping um, when we come back um, in a few minutes. Um, but I'm wondering, um, Nat, just before we jump off, um, is there any company that you saw at shop.org so far that kind of blew your mind away? Anybody doing anything really innovative to you? Uh, here, uh, one of the companies we actually work with is exhibiting, they're called Extol. It's like Extol the Virtues. Um, and they uh, are a referral platform. So hundreds of brands today... Uh, use Excel as a platform to uh, help them refer people back to shopping. So they, you know, instead of the traditional marketing where you would you know, have a banner ad or a TV ad or print ad and hope someone saw it, Excel is able to track uh, an actual customer, who they told, when they come and buy, and then give them a, a, a reward in that case. And, um, you know, there's all kinds of attribution and metrics and data that they do on their platform and it becomes a very, very effective way uh, to market through trusted you know, colleagues, friends, family, people you uh, admire and will accept a referral. And anything that you've seen that you never saw before or, you know, there's been a lot of retail conferences this year to start to notice some themes and we're going to dive into that, but any, anyone else that's blown you away? I think uh, here, the two is a voice and uh, uh, chat, the chatbots. I think, um, I, you know, the traditional customer service is being really disrupted today. I think with the AI chat um, and the voice-enabled chats, it's kind of amazing to show. Oh I, oh, I can't wait to hear more about that. Um, I definitely, and we've talked about this on the show many times, AI and Amazon and Google Home keep coming up for, you know, both B2B, B2C. So it's really fascinating that that it's percolating um, in this industry as well, as well as virtual reality, which we'll talk about um, again because that seems to be a a common theme for the show. Um, So we're going to be back in a moment on the Tech Hat Show with the fabulous Nate, well, Nat. I keep saying Nate, but he doesn't have any. Nat. <laughs> Nate's, my, Nate's my son, so 
It's an honor that you call me Nate. <laughs> oh my God, Nate and Nat, that's so cute. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> we're going to be back in a moment to talk more with Tango Cars. it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. The key point of contact between consumers and brands is technology. StoryTech, a boutique agency, empowers you to use that tech to deliver your message, engage your customers, and raise the bottom line. How do you track and exploit the trends? How do you stay ahead of industry disruption? And how do you maximize profit from content? From strategy to execution, the answer is StoryTech. Inform, innovate, create. Visit us at story-tech.com. That's story-tech.com. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. This is the Tech Cat Show with Lori H. Schwartz. If you want to find out more about our show or to leave a comment or question, send an email to lori at techcat.tv. That's lori at techcat.tv. Hi, everybody. And we are back broadcasting live from shop.org, which is a conference all about the future of retail and e-commerce and everything that really is the future of shopping, and we are talking to the fabulous Nat Salvioni, whose name I finally pronounced correctly, <laughs> um, about his business called Tango Card, which is all about gift cards and, and rewarding people for taking certain actions. Um, and we were talking about wellness and Fitbit and how corporations are using that to, to keep their health care costs down. But I was wondering... Um, now, like, what other trends are you seeing on the show floor here? You mentioned AI, so we're starting to see a lot of voice activation. How is voice activation playing out in retail? Uh, well, uh, um, for us, the ability to shop and, uh, you know, subscribe to a, an item or a shopping experience with your voice uh, takes all kinds of friction out of it. In fact, um, we have a Alexa in our house and um, we were showing it off for one of my son's friends and he actually ordered uh, some Tide detergent and it showed up. None of us knew. It just, we were playing around with it and it showed up. It is almost too easy in that case. But if you can literally have your brands, have the shopping experience uh, in a very natural environment, uh, I think you have, you'll be able to build a very uh, loyal fan base. Have you um, created a, a, you know, an Alexa recipe or an IFT recipe for Tango Card so that you can play in this Google Home Alexa space? Well, so in our case, we, uh, we're the reward engine. So a number of our customers today are using um, gift cards, especially digital gift cards, uh, to reward behavior. And uh, loyalty is a big use case for us. So um, if you... Uh, do anything with Microsoft today, Skype, play on the Xbox, search with Bing, um, buy a tablet, 
uh, you earn Microsoft points, and those points can then be redeemed for gift cards in that case. So we we um, uh, are able to power all kinds of behavior, and especially with voice, which is a would be a new behavior for folks. Um, you may want to tie a reward to that to get the loyalty, to get people to adopt it, or just try it for the first time to keep doing it. And in that case, though, we you can use the channel card reward engine um, to do just that. Did you have to bring on, I mean, I, I just think this is fascinating because artificial intelligence is kind of changing the game for so many different mm-hmm. business categories, but did you have to hire um, a new type of coder to be able to, to um, put you in the middle of this engine? Again, you're not the end uh, product, um, and you're not maybe, maybe, you know, always what the consumer sees um, or experiences, but... In an Alexa environment, did you have to hire new people and start to think about how are you going to prepare the company for what's coming? Definitely. I think um, when we think about Tango Card, we think about the three things that um, make, make up our company. And this number one thing is technology. So um, even though, you know, you could say a gift card is a gift card is a gift card, it has to be um, delivered and used in a way that's modern and relevant in today's world. So, uh, for instance, one of our customers is Alice with a Y, and that's an AI um, gift referral um, company. So you, basically you tell them a little bit about who you want to give the gift to, maybe where they live, some of their things, and then they use AI to uh, recommend a gift. Oh, my God, so I love to- that. And then that yep. can tie then- back into, into what you're doing. That's right. And so it, in, the, in the off chance that you recommend, like... Right before the show, Lori recommended a, a, a restaurant to me. And in the off chance that in Alice you buy the wrong gift or that doesn't work, then they can always just change that value in for a gift card, and that's where we come in to help them. Change. I mean, I could see the entire experience of how we shop really changing over the next six months. And one of the themes on our panel, again, was how influencers are driving to baskets, how yes. um, these influencers who maybe on YouTube, maybe on Instagram are, are driving to, to baskets. So are you integrating with these types of influencers? Are they working with you? Uh, this is actually a big use case for gift cards. And um, I'm going to talk specifically about B2B software, which is um, – you know, in the old days, if you think of someone that was selling to businesses, it was a very long sales cycle. You might take them out to a restaurant, um, and you might, t- you know, talk about the who the decision maker is. And but today, the B two B buyer buying something for your business is doing a lot of their research online. In fact, studies show that more than seventy percent of the time, they've already made up the decision before they pick up the phone. And so, then, how do you get the um, people to recommend, endorse, talk about your, your service or your software. And in that case, you need a, an engaged uh, group of advocates. And one way to do that is to gamify it, give them points, uh, keep them engaged, reward them with gift cards. So we have a you know, customer like G2 Crowd or Influitive that build whole communities around um, B2B software and reward people uh, for taking the time to recommend, endorse, write a review, um, talk, start the conversation online to really drive that, ultimately, the purchase of um, something for a business. Uh, it's all, um, it all circles back to everything. Like, everything is all coming yeah. together right now. Um, 
Have you seen, in this world of connected devices, are you seeing uh, people tying in wearables and other things? I know you mentioned Fitbit. Are there other mm-hmm. wearables or IoT items that are becoming part of your world? I think for sure in the, in the wellness and fitness space, um, you know, you can, it's, it's an interesting phenomenon where you can actually tell some, someone or what you've done as far as activity goes. And if that activity is rewarded, um, you know, you can do points and keep track. And then you can set goals. And uh, especially as a company, um, it's not only about having your employees healthy, but it's actually uh, being engaged. You know, there was a stat, I think it was two years ago, that um, 70% of the workforce today in America is either not engaged or actively not engaged. And I, I don't even know what actively not engaged would be, but there's a lot of uh, um, employees that are just there to do a job. So the company needs to find a way um, to get them engaged. So you don't lose your, your people or, you know, even worse that they're just, they're not there just doing a job. And so this is all about um, engagement and, you know, get, get people up and moving and reward them, um, keep them motivated while they're at work. Well, you, you're in such an interesting business because on one hand, you're, you know, helping retailers, and on the other hand, you're helping large corporations. And in general, this is all about the psychology of rewards. Um, and have you seen that the, psychology sorry to interrupt. I, I was just going to tell you, that's actually the, the, the genesis of the name Tango. Is, uh, it's, the, it's the dance of helping a business and helping our brands with their gift cards, and ultimately helping uh, a person uh, with a reward. So that's that's where we, you know, with the tango. Oh, I love that. I was just watching Dancing with the Stars last night, which Uh, I don't usually watch, but I was watching the tango thing, so that's... that's Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) There you go. Well, have 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 you seen this psychology change over time? I mean, I know people are using the digital coupons more, but... In terms of like gamifying and reward, rewards in general, is, has that been something forever that's happened? I mean, people used to collect stamps, you know, yep. um, or, or do other things. So is it different now or is it really oh. the same but digital? Oh, absolutely. I think um, there was a, a gentleman in the 20s, Mr. Maritz, who made uh, watches and, you know, then the depression hit and people didn't have the discretionary money to buy a watch. So he had a warehouse full of watches in St. Louis and he started to sell them to businesses because companies were still going and the business would use the watch as a service award. You know, you've been at a company for 30 years. Here's your watch. Um, I I think for years that um, it's even become kind of an idiom, you know, here's your watch. But um, in today's workforce, um, people are working remote. They're not staying at the same company. For 30 years, the um, the average you know age is is younger, so you have to find a more modern, a more instant, and a more efficient way to, to motivate and reward people. And I would say over the last five or so years, um, software and and digital gift cards have really done that. God, that is so interesting. Are you tying in at all to also social good programs? Because we know from a lot of our guests and also just from a lot of the data that social good needs to be a part of a business's sort of mm-hmm. culture 
to engage millennials and younger generations in wanting to work there. So are you tying in with that at all? Uh, actually, yes. We, um, a part of our catalog uh, is our nonprofit partners. So we, we partner with um, 20 to 25 nonprofit partners. Actually, I'll give a shout out to one of them is FAST because my oldest son has Angelman syndrome and FAST is the foundation for Angelman syndrome therapeutics trying to find a cure. And so um, one of the rewards in our catalog can be a donation to a nonprofit. In fact, the Bank of America wellness program uh, gave all of their employees a choice of an Amazon card or make a donation to Habitat for Humanity. And so we were able to facilitate all of that. I think that kind of intrinsic motivation uh, really is, uh, drives people to, to do, A, do the right thing, but also they get very motivated to be able to, to make a, a difference. Is that, like, similar to the psychology behind, like, you know, leveling up your bill and letting the change go to whatever organization that retailer is sponsoring? Like, it's so easy to just say yes to that. Mm-hmm. That's right. And I think what um, what we always talk about is uh, by, we have an active choice on the reward. And so okay. more more than just, like, a cash payment that goes to your bank account where you kind of forget about it or you write you know, you, you maybe give money directly from cash and it doesn't have quite the same impact as um, you getting a reward from work and actively choosing to make a contribution to a nonprofit. Then, then we, we send to you an email, you know, branded from your work, thanking you for the donation. And it actually has a, a, a huge impact because there's a discretionary action taken and a, a separate, you know, reminder that you did it. God, that is so cool. I mean, you really have your fingers everywhere. There, there is nothing that I can bring up that you're not touching. <laughs> it's, fast, it's literally fascinating. Well, we are broadcasting live from shop.org, which is a big retailer, future of retail and the digital impact um, that's happening um, in shopping and retail and all sorts of different rewards and loyalty programs. And we're talking with the fabulous Nat Salvoni, Salvoni, who um, is, is the chief commercial officer for Tango. And we're going to be back in a moment. We're going to talk more about um, what we're seeing on the floor here and just some more trends happening in the uh, retail space. So join us again as we dig into the future of retail on the TechCat Show. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. The key point of contact between consumers and brands is technology. StoryTech, a boutique agency, empowers you to use that tech to deliver your message, engage your customers, and raise the bottom line. How do you track and exploit the trends? How do you stay ahead of industry disruption? And how do you maximize profit from content? From strategy to execution, the answer is StoryTech. Inform, innovate, create. Visit us at story-tech.com. That's story-tech.com. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. Music. 
This is the Tech Cat Show with Lori H. Schwartz. If you want to find out more about our show or to leave a comment or question, send an email to Lori at TechCat.tv. That's Lori at TechCat.tv. Hi, everybody. We are broadcasting live from shop.org, a big future of retail conference happening here at the Los Angeles Convention Center. And I'm hanging out with Nat from Tango Card, which is a really exciting gift card and reward program. Um, and what Tango Card is doing is just fascinating. But we were just talking about what has Nat seen on the show floor. I actually haven't had a chance to jump in yet because we were doing a panel about influencers and retailers. But what else have you seen on the floor that's blowing you away? Or are there any themes that you're seeing that are really driving the future of retail? I mean, for sure. I think at this show, shop.org, the um, attendees uh, are retailers, you know, obviously looking to, to um, keep up. And then on the show floor, you have the exhibitors who are selling their services to the retailers. And in this case, um, a big service is data. And um, there's, there's literally row after row of companies that can tell you how to track who, who your shopper is, how to reach... The, um, the shopper you want, uh, how to record every kind of marketing spend you're doing, uh, how to tell, record who's um, the person that told the person that, to make the purchase. And so I think it's um, really retail now equals data. You cannot be successful if you don't know everything you, you, uh, you need to know about your business. Well, has any of the conversation changed for you guys since uh, Equifax? Breach, you know, and and oh, are you finding yeah. people are more nervous or anything along those lines? Okay, well, so um, obviously, being in the world of gift cards, um, we have an entire database full of value. I mean, we we literally send out hundreds of millions of dollars of gift cards a year, and so we are um, the choice uh, target for um, thieves and and fraudsters. So we have a huge investment on our side in security. Um, and, you know, uh, as anyone listening here, we've gone through all of the training on how to spot a phishing email, uh, how to uh, stay away from people that are trying to social engineer and learn things about your business. And then when the Equifax news came, it was like, is nothing safe? Even my own personal um, social security number was breached in that. So um, at, at some point, you're like... Um, you know, they can they can have access to everything. So everyone needs to basically tighten up their game on security. Yeah, it's like um, I, I have a psychological talk with a lot of friends of mine who say that their consumers, their customers, are saying to them, "What about privacy? Um, you mm-hmm. know, privacy and security." And I always say, "Privacy is an illusion." <laughs> right. But but. You know, is is that a concern you think for consumers right now? Do you think they're changing their behavior because of the Equifax breach? Um, I would I would imagine so. Um, if if nothing less than people learned about how to put a freeze on your account, how to monitor your account, um, I think for us and for me specifically, this came to light a year or two ago when the. Um, news came out about people filing um, false tax refunds because they got a hold of, of uh, you know, people's personal details. So um, at this point, you need to be very aware of all of that, keeping your information safe. And then 
for us because we're a B2B company. Um, we don't share any information. We don't take um, people's info and use it, you know, in that, in that case. We're really all about helping the business drive the results. So uh, for us, privacy is paramount in this business. That's good to hear, and you sound like, you know, everybody gets it, and I guess you have to, right now, you have to be on top mm-hmm. of all of this. What other shows do you go to that you think are significant to keep well-informed? Um, you know, besides if you're sponsoring or speaking, but what do you make sure every year you go to so that you're meeting the right people and learning the right thing? Yeah, that's a good question. So uh, I, I always think Dreamforce is one to go, which is, um, the Salesforce user conference because um, that Salesforce is in an interesting spot being the CRM for tens of thousands of companies. And so there you can get a really, a really good view of the future of what business is doing. It's more now than a Salesforce user conference. It's really, it's really about the future of business. Um, I remember uh, two years ago when they demoed the, at Dreamforce, they demoed the Coke Freestyle machine I believe that was one of the first places. So it was like, it's for me. It's really, uh, it's really that for for B two B. And then for B two C, we um, we like the the CES, of course, to um, learn about consumer electronics. And then another show that is kind of under the radar, but it's called HR Tech, and it's all about how technology is changing the employee experience at work. So, um, and that that's typically I see it's coming up in uh, late October this year. Oh, well, sorry, I want to go to that one. one. called Money 2020, okay. which is the future of money. Um, and that's also at the end of October. We would never miss Money 2020. Well, what is that one? Is that one another sort of overview of financial services and the future that's of right. financial? Yeah, and, and, the, and the blockchain and fraud and payments. And, um, and gift cards has a big place at that show. So we've talked a little bit about blockchain and Bitcoin and cryptocurrency on the show, but um, are you also paying attention to cryptocurrency and will that become, is it already an acceptable payment solution in your ecosystem? Uh, it really is. And for us, we, we would view it as a reward type. So um, even though we do gift cards um, primarily, uh, we also would reward if the um, business wanted to uh, in Bitcoin. So it's obviously a type of program where that's going to fit, and that's going to be a, a more online, maybe a mobile app-driven program where you're doing something on your phone and you get rewarded. But in that case, we would send the, the reward payment in, in the form of a Bitcoin deposit. That's so interesting. I'm just so afraid to jump into that world because I feel like I might be mortgaging my house and I don't even know it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So it is so important for you. You mentioned all these great shows. So it's so important for you to continuously keep your finger in what's coming down the road because things are are changing so fast. Do you have anybody at the company who's just dedicated to looking at what's new or innovation or are all of you sort of charged with that? Uh, We have a product um, team and that we definitely... Um, innovations is it's kind of a buzzword, but for us, it's all about trying to anticipate what a company will need on the reward side. And so, um, going to shows helpful. We talk to our customers every day and try to, you know, anticipate. There's a few of our customers are right here at at shop.org, which is a great chance to catch up and learn 
what they're thinking about on the reward side. And we have we make a big investment in what we call our lab group to you know continue to innovate in the reward space. Or can you give yeah, us any case study, another great case right. study with one of your clients that's at the show? Oh, sorry, what was that? Can you give us any good case study of one of your clients at the show? I know we are actually oh, literally yep. broadcasting live from shop.org, so people are walking by us, and, uh, you know, there's a big exhibit hall here. Um, so uh, I was just wondering, of any of your clients that are here, is there any great case study that you could share with us yeah, about right. how they worked with Tangle Card? Yeah, so um, here, right here at the show is our customer Extol, and they do referral programs and um, they one of you know one of their clients is silver car do you, I don't know do you know silver car no I'm, I'm, okay. but I'm excited to so learn one of the worst things about traveling is the car rental experience um, and especially if you fly a long time get off the plane seaboard and then have to wait in another line and rent your car so Silver Car is disrupting that whole experience, with, and they only rent Audis. So you get a silver Audi. It's waiting for you. You unlock your car with an app. You don't have to talk to anyone. So what Silver Car does is they use Extol as their referral platform. And um, obviously, if you try Silver Car once, you'll love it. You'll want to tell someone about it. And when you do, then um, Extol calls our API, and we send a $50 gift card. So... Um, one thing about marketing promotions typically is they're short-lived unless they're successful. And so in this case, the promotion has been going on for years because it continually drives new users and uh, the results that Silvercar is looking for using Extol's uh, referral and marketing attribution platform. That's so interesting. Are you having a lot of companies that are new models and disruptors coming to you um, to, to leverage your ecosystem? Because it seems like you would be honey to the bee of disruption. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's definitely two sides. We have, a, we have over 2,000 business customers, so that's an enviable list for someone to want to mine and do business with, so we have to be careful about that um, for sure. But on the other side, because we, um, we're literally a reward delivery platform and every industry uses rewards, we have a very... Um, interesting view of the of the business world. It's actually my favorite part of the job is we work with every vertical in every scenario, and we get to learn about um, and work with companies and see it all. Yeah, I mean, just talking to you there, and I said this before. There's literally no topic that I can bring up that you're you're not playing in. Um, and I wanted to talk a little bit about your past. So you were very deeply involved in Coinstar, and Coinstar is still yeah. around. You know, uh, is it still a successful model? I mean, what did you learn from your time there? I, I, it, it really is. And I forgot, actually, that I keep forgetting that they changed their name to Outer Wall, um, which is a really? funny name if you think about it. Yeah. And the, um, and the other thing that people... Hardly know about. And if you if you're from Seattle, you'll know the word mobox is a very famous nursery. And the 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 um, member of the family Jens Molbach was the really did the patent for the kind of the coin counting machine. Um, and uh, eventually, every grocery store has kind of that green box. It's the coin counting machine. And 
addition, Coinstar or Outerwall also owns Redbox. I'm sure you know Redbox. This is the red yeah. thing you can yeah. rent a movie. Yeah. And they also, um, nine out of ten skill cranes that you might see at a store or pony that you put a quarter in is a is an Outerwall-owned um, device. And so um, they their thought was, hey, that fourth wall of a retailer um, is unmonetized for retailers. The grocery store owns the three walls that you go in. Like there's the beer on one side, the produce on the other. But that fourth wall is usually a cluttered mess of like shampoo rug cleaners or maybe a lottery um, sales counter. So Coinstar wanted to really monetize that with automated kiosk type products. And um, the one I was working closely with was the coin counting um, device. So there's the average American has over $20 of loose change around their house. And, um, taking the time to roll it up into the rollers and bring it to the bank. I think no one wants to do that anymore. So pouring it into a machine, getting cash, or in our case, a gift card out was a huge service. And also it brought incremental visits to the grocery store, which the retailers loved. Right, because you think, where can I get rid of all this change? So I'll take a trip mm-hmm. over there. Um, you know, because my daughter yeah. loves putting the money into the machine, and, and it is kind of a brilliant idea. Well, you are just a yeah. wealth of information across so many categories. And we are, of course, speaking to Nat Salvioni, and I think I finally said it right again. You got um, it. At, you um, got yeah. Live <laughs> <laughs> from Tango Card, live on the floor of shop.org, really hearing about how Tango Card is really at the center of the entire uh, loyalty and uh, gift card business. So we're going to be back in a moment to, to find out more about where, where Nat is going to be speaking um, and where we can learn more about this growing and disruptive space on the TechCat Show. Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business. The key point of contact between consumers and brands is technology. StoryTech, a boutique agency, empowers you to use that tech to deliver your message, engage your customers, and raise the bottom line. How do you track and exploit the trends? How do you stay ahead of industry disruption? And how do you maximize profit from content? From strategy to execution, the answer is StoryTech. Inform, innovate, create. Visit us at story-tech.com. That's story-tech.com. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern for the Money Answers Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is... 
This is the Tech Cat Show with Lori H. Schwartz. If you want to find out more about our show or to leave a comment or question, send an email to Lori at TechCat.tv. That's Lori at TechCat.tv. We are back live from Stop.org, a really fabulous conference about the future of retail. And we've been hanging out with Nat Salvioni, who um, has been just dropping insights over insights about the world that we're in because Tango Card, which is his business, really does touch every single part of the ecosystem. So, Nat, where are you going to be speaking next? Is there another conference coming up that you're going to be participating in? Yeah, we're actually, um, right now we're at three conferences simultaneously. Obviously, I'm not, because that would be amazing. But um, other than (laughs) shop.org, we have uh, the Inbound, which is a marketing conference in Boston, and then a channel uh, channel sales conference in Austin now. And then the, the two shows that we're really um, kind of gearing up for to round out the year will be Money 2020 and um, HR Tech. And at Money 2020, uh, there's a group, an industry group, called the Incentive Marketing Association. And as part of that Incentive Marketing Association, there's a subgroup called the Incentive Gift Card Council, and um, we're members of that. In fact, uh, one of my colleagues, Lindsay Gale, is the, is the one-year-removed president of the Incentive Gift Card Council. So for us, it's a big part to um, talk to all of the other retailers, who else is involved in incentives, what's happening in incentives, what are, what's the latest research on motivation, um, what, what is the latest research on uh, giving a gift card versus giving a trip versus giving cash versus giving a thing or an item, uh, like a, a trophy value, all of that research and kind of thought leadership is part of the uh, IMA and the IGCC. So we meet three times a year, and our next kind of meeting will be at Money 2020. And also, I would anyone that's interested in incentive or part of the incentive industry, I would highly recommend you take a look at uh, the IMA. Uh, again, uh, really insightful stuff. Now, I know that you guys have a blog on your site, and, and you're doing mm-hmm. a lot of publishing there. Can you tell everybody what that URL is? Yeah, so you can just go to tangocar.com and search for our blog. Uh, we have all kinds of case studies there. Um, recently, we just announced that we, together, I mentioned previously our nonprofit partnerships. Together, we facilitated over $1 million of donations across our nonprofit partnerships just from being in the reward space. We, we, we put a blog up about that. And it's where we um, also talk about all the new kind of reward types that we're adding. We're just right now adding um, rewards in Argentina, Philippines, Mexico. And so we're, we're at this point, the big strategy for us is to uh, increase our international reach. Because it turns out um, there's more than just the U.S. as far as people that need to be rewarded. <laughs> so we want, we want to uh, be a, you know, a leader in that space global kind of reward space. Yeah, you know, I was going to ask you about your global presence. So is Tango Card mm-hmm. a brand right now globally? I mean, obviously it's digital, but are you, you know, besides going out there, do, are you going out as the same name and are you, mm-hmm. are you seeing different behaviors globally? Uh, so first and foremost, our customers typically are U.S. customers, but um, they have employee that are, that are uh, international. So we need rewards in different currencies. It's just a must. 
and uh, being digital, we're able to facilitate that primarily from our headquarters in Seattle. We also have an office in Boise, Idaho, but, which is great because we don't have to worry about trying to figure out shipping and VAT and taxes and freight um, globally because we, you know, we have a digital platform. And then second, yes, I think um, we are at the U.S., we are way ahead as far as gift cards and digital gift cards, um, but other countries are starting to catch up. And um, we're seeing a lot of real growth in places like the U.K., Australia, Brazil, Singapore, Canada um, on the gift card side. So more, more of the, the Western countries um, that, that are used to um, engaging digitally in retail. Right. Gotcha. It's it's just it's just so so interesting. And I forgot to ask you too. Are you following any you know thought leaders yourself that you know you're really um, influenced by? Is there anyone out there that we should add to our Twitter feed? <laughs> On your side, um, I uh, I do follow um, Seth Godin, the marketer, and. Um, uh, Jack Welch, of course, um, uh, him and his wife, all of their posts, um, and uh, Mark Benioff, Salesforce. And um, I uh, admire and look up to Jeff Bezos. So anything he publishes, including his annual uh, letter, um, I devour. I mean, I, w- I would think that you have to really pay attention to everything that Amazon is doing if you're mm-hmm. in any sort of commerce space. Is there anything that is keeping you up at night at this point about the business? I mean, besides, you know, we're all, we all have trouble sleeping <laughs> sometimes yeah. with work, yeah. but, but is there anything really coming down the pike that, that you're worried about or anything that you're really excited about that Tango card is rolling out? I think, okay. Yeah. So on the good news side, I think there's always a spot for rewards and incentives. Whether the economy is up or the economy is down, there's things you're going to reward and incent. I think what we need to do is make sure that we're able to deliver things that drive results. So today, it's gift cards. Um, everyone loves gift cards. It's the most requested gift nine years in a row. It's like having a holiday in your email when it comes, but tomorrow it might not be. Um, and so we have to make sure that we're staying on top of that. And then um, the other thing that, that we're working on right now and are going to launch, I'm kind of breaking the news right now, I guess, is a self-serve platform because today even um, a small business to reward their employees typically will walk over to a Safeway, you know, buy 10 cards off the end of the kiosk and then hand them out or keep them in a drawer. It's just a very inefficient way to manage that employee incentive. So we want to make it uh, self-serve, online, digital, just as easy as that or if not easier and be able to do what we do best is disrupt it with technology. So almost uh, turning turning this over to your customers um, so that they yeah. can manage everything. So you're you're going to sort right. of step away a little bit from the services piece. That's right, especially for a small to mid sized business. It makes a ton of sense to do that. that. That's wonderful. And what about what you're what's keeping you up at night on the on the scary side? I think that what I was mentioned earlier is we um, we need to stay on the forefront of what people uh, what's motivating people and because um, you know just like digital it's a seismic shift and it happens so fast um, it, who knows who knows what tomorrow would 
spring, and we have to make sure that we can deliver it with our platform. Yeah, I I would think that your consumer behaviors are very much impacted by, you know, the political uh, scene that's happening now across the Mm -hmm. world, and so you have to pay attention to everything uh, because, you know, there are big shifts happening uh, happening now. I mean, that's right. They they could... um, I was, I was going to say they could, uh, with this, with the swipe of a pen, you know, change the healthcare laws and ecosystem, and maybe incentive incentives aren't as big of a part in the in the future of healthcare. Like we don't we don't know that we do have to monitor and make sure that we're in the right spot delivering rewards where they make sense. Well, it is it's so, so nice to talk to you. I mean, you are just uh, full of insights. Um, we, we have been talking to Nat Salvioni, who is the Chief Commercial Officer for Tango Card, um, which is so much more, I think, than just rewards and incentives after talking to you. But you can learn more about them at tangocard.com. Is that the right URL? That's right, yes. And you, and you can download the app, too, on, on, the, on any of the phone stores? We actually don't have an app. Um, the, the gift cards that we deliver we, would just be an email that would be mo- mobile optimized. Um, but you can download our app on the Salesforce App Exchange. And coming soon, like if you, if you use Qualtrics for your data um, and survey management, we'll have an app there to add an incentive. Because who, who would take a survey unless there's an incentive, right? Yeah. So, so keep an eye so out. We want to be everywhere. Well, check out also uh, Shop shop.org and, and that site because uh, we're, we're broadcasting live from that conference and there's all sorts of insights and thought leaders here talking about the future of retail. Um, this is Laurie H. Schwartz, your tech cat, and we again have been speaking to Nat Salvioni, who is um, the chief commercial officer for Tango Card. Um, just, I'm, I've just been blown away by all the things that you guys touch. So we will be back next week with uh, hopefully another thought leader just as brilliant. <laughs> it's going to be hard to bring on someone oh my just God. smart. <laughs> but it's been great. Have a great week, everybody, and talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to the Tech Cat Show. Please join Lori H. Schwartz again for another great program next Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel and syndicated to the Voice America Women's Channel. 